I mean, the whole the, the whole point of this podcast is, and I want to try to do this every week, like I said last week, but I want to, I want, I'm practicing talking because I, you know, when you guys, you know, when you, when you left and, uh, you know, the pandemic happened, I, even, even before that, like I wasn't talking to everybody on the regular. I was basically here kind of by myself and. Okay. Ooh. Just. Trying to make it through the days. <laughs> yeah, and then we would hang out once in a while or whatever, you know. But you know, and I had, do have friends here, but they're all doing their own thing, trying to survive and stuff. So I didn't really get a chance to talk to anybody on a regular basis, uh, you know, because I was also doing my own projects and stuff. So the the way I talk, like even at work, I, I noticed like I'm losing my my social wit, skills, social skills, my wit. You know, I'm not the same. I'm not the same person as I was in my 20s and 30s as far as conversation because I would always talk you know we I'm always running around you know I'm always with rock and everybody you know what I mean like I was very, yeah. I was very social butterfly and then I come here ironically to the land of social butterflies and I am not one of the social butterflies I my friends are not here uh you know what I mean like you know you're doing your own thing Erica's doing her own thing rock uh Gary's doing his own thing all my friends out here doing their own thing. So it was, it was very hard to make new friends for me too. I haven't made any new friends except for yeah. one. No, one you. Dude, and he's at my job. And the only reason why mm. we're friends is because we work, work. every day. So we, yeah. we just happen to have things in common that we are friends. Like we, he is generally my friend. Like if he died, I would go to his funeral kind of friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not like a, an acquaintance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a real friend. Yeah. Real, I think, I think so, you know. But right. uh, he's even well, he wants to do my podcast too. He's he's done my podcast before, so um, yeah. is but it's virtually impossible to meet people if you're on lockdown or trapped in the house, and you know a lot of these jobs are telecommuting now, so that's even worse. Or, or even in my situation where I've worked from home for I mean since what 2004, <laughs> so hey, I, yeah. you. I mean, like, I don't have that avenue to have a social or meet people socially, you know. I know, so. but you and even when you were here in Los Angeles, um, you inspired me to, you know, go out by myself. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And, and I would, you know, and and you know, to me, it looked like you were making friends, but then at the end, you know, you told me what was really going on. So, <laughs> right. you know, but you made effort and that's all that matters. And yeah. I never really made effort except for going to like a meet, a couple of meetup.coms or meeting that, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. And, and they're always so phony and just failing miserably. Yeah. They, <laughs> they're just so, I don't know. It's too, I don't know. It's almost forced. A lot of those kind of situations are forced. You have to force yourself to, it's like, Hey, I'm here. Let's do this. Let's talk. But, um, yeah. And, yeah. Then and I will meet people once in a while through friends or whatever. Or, yeah. But how do you even meet people like in, at our age, you know, it, well, I'm saying, you know, I would meet people through friends and then it wouldn't pan out because they're so, uh, LA or maybe I'm, given off a, a weird vibe that they can't really hang you know because i because i i know sometimes i could be awkward I, I remember going to like a bar and you know i got a little tipsy and i was kind of talking crazy so i i'm 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 a certain kind of uh flavor that some people just can't 
You know what I mean? Just can't get with, you know what I'm saying? You an acquired taste. Yeah, I'm, acquired a, taste. I'm an acquired taste and I understand that and I know and I know that. I remember one time I had a friend who was like, you know what, you, uh, you're lucky I'm your friend. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you're, you could be an asshole sometimes. And I was like, damn. And that didn't hit me till years later. You know, even like prior to moving here, like a year prior to it hit me like, dang, like I need to like change my attitude. You know what I'm saying? So, but, when I, so when I came here, I changed my attitude and it, it didn't help. Yeah, but I mean, like you, I appreciate people like you. And I have another friend. I always joke with her and I'm like, you're such a realist. Like, I love a lot of people take that as negativity, but are you being mean? But I appreciate realists. I mean, <laughs> and like, I mean, you and I have had that conversation about, you know, you and your moods or whatever <laughs> your mood not moods but um <laughs> it's not really it's just who you are you know it's not necessarily a bad or a good thing like I said you're just a realist and a lot of people don't know how to consume reality I, I think it's my I think back then it was my tone because I will say this in, in my 20s and 30s it was a power move to to say things, you know, to be honest about things, but be arrogant about it. You know what I mean? Like really be like, I, I was really feeling, I was being hurt for on purpose because mm. I liked the power because, mm. you know, they, they always come back. My friends, girls, they always come back. I'll be mean as fuck. And they always come back. And it, and it gave me like a, a, a God complex about it because, you know, I'm a small guy. I had a Napoleon complex, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. and I used that uh, to my advantage in a negative way. So when he told me that, like, I'm an asshole, um, it, it, it kind of hit different, even though my, the whole point was to be an asshole. But it hit different when he says it out loud, you know, on, on over the phone. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it made, again, years later, I changed. But during during that era, I was like, so? Yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah. That's Bishop. Yeah. He's an asshole. So, right, right. I, and, that, and that could work I, for I you, a... and that can't work for you sometimes. But, um, I mean, like you said, over the years, you learn what you like and don't like about yourself, and you make adjustments. You yeah. Know? So, so me keeping it real, I am still honest and stuff like that. But I also need to. I want to change. I I am change. I change the candor. I change. I change the way I say it. Like your delivery, your yeah, delivery like, is different. Like I'm not like Kevin Samuels, who's like you know, <laughs> kind of like I hear that because then one more time, <laughs> <laughs> kind of blunt with it and stuff. I'm like I'm I'm kind of easing in, you know, like uh, not not to like uh, sugarcoat anything because I'm saying something that might be harsh to you that you don't want to hear, but not like not like like with like. Uh, not like with anger or malice, you know what I'm saying? Right, I, right, right. I say it like, you know, oh, you know, you know, I'm your friend, but let me say that, you know, you might not want to, you know, try to be a writer or something because you just, or you might. You wanna, can't write. You don't make sense. Yeah. Don't even. Uh... <laughs> How old are you? You 30 years old. Try still try to be a writer? No, man. You better quit it. But no, they. You, was... you don't even have. You know how to use your commas properly. <laughs> <laughs> you know the period goes here, not you know. The <laughs> after the period you know? yeah no but i mean people like you are definitely essential and necessary you know and and you would get a lot farther with tact in how you you know how you 
criticize people because people can't take truth. They like diet truth, you know? Yeah, well, I've given up on trying to make friends. I just, I, I just, I'm not going to make the effort. It's kind of like dating. Like, I'm not going to make effort to date. I'm just going to let it happen. But I'm going to do me. So right now, you know, I want to do vinyl toys. Like, I want to keep doing the DJ live situation. And I want to keep doing these podcasts and stuff and just focus on myself and the people who who want to help me and the people who I want to help. You know what I mean? And that's... Man, you are speaking my language right now. Like, I don't know. Today was kind of an interesting day. And the last few weeks have been very interesting about the people that I choose to invest time in and the people that are surrounding me. Like, it has to be, there has to be some kind of like give and take. Like, people can't just take, 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 take. Like, you really need to know who's your support system, who you could, you know, get better or who's gonna you know iron sharpens iron make me better improve me you know mm. like you gotta know who those people are and who those people aren't it will save you so much time so much time yeah it's um it's difficult to to find those people man like like it's really trial and error you yeah. really don't know until it's too late and then it's like oh but it's discouraging with, especially with your stories that you had out here like it's very disappointing. You know, you like I was watching your IG and you'd be with hanging out with some girls and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, uh, Stacey found some new friends and then you tell me what really <laughs> happened. I'm like, God damn. Okay. It's like, I thought y'all was niggas. Like, I thought y'all okay. was homie, homie, but it's not For like real? that at all. And I'm like, dang. And yeah, nah. LA is a different beast, man. Everybody out there is just about coming up and working and, you know, getting, helping are just not even helping, just getting to the next level. And um, it was never about that for me. It was about the music and having a great time. I didn't know the game. I didn't know the rules. But then then you find people who find other people and then they're best friends for life. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like, it's not fair. Like how, how did they do that? Or is it, is it because of money? Is it because they're in the same industry? Like how come, how come we can't do that down here? Excuse me, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'll say there are a lot of nice people here, but it doesn't mean that they can be friends. There's no, there might be potential. There, there's potentials everywhere, but it's all about putting in the time and then them actually letting you in as well. And then sometimes you just don't mesh. You know, you'll find some cool people, but you just don't mesh. My job is full of cool people, yeah. uh, you know, around my age or younger, but we just don't mesh. But, you know, it's like this one guy, we talk about shoes all the time. And that's what that's our common denominator. And that's cool. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to hang out with him. You know, he's got a family. I'm not trying to kick it with him. You know, we just talk about shoes and that's it. But then, like, again, there's that friend that I have there. We go on breaks every day. Like, that's my dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so. Um, like, out there, I had the, you know, the entertainment industry as a, uh, you know, the people I dealt with. So, yeah, like, I don't know how it me. is. Yeah, like, I don't know how, like, other industries, how it is and making friends and all that stuff. But, um, like, honestly, I think the entertainment industry is not about friendships at all. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's about network. Yeah, it's about working, you know. But a lot of people, that's a whole other story. A lot of people didn't work. They was just trying to come up. But, you right. know, but people who did have that work ethic, you know, it's like, okay, you rap. Okay. Well, I shoot videos. Oh, okay. You do this, you know, you make beats. Oh, okay. You, you know, oh, you do art, you do cover art. So it's just kind of like everybody made uh, connections. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is networking. 
<laughs> Everybody yeah. make connections to get to the next level of whatever motherfuckers was trying to get to. But um, yeah, it's like some you know, like with DJ, like people who got DJ gigs because they were sitting in the bar just chilling by themselves, and some guy came in and he happened to be the owner of a bar that's reopening, and then they're talking, and they're talking about wrestling or MMA or something, and then the guy goes. Did you mention you DJ? And yeah, you know, you want to DJ at night? He's like, yeah, yeah. And then that's it. That's that's it. But you got to be out though. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't being out. Like yeah. I, no, you this, this time around, to- I'm gonna like when this opens up, and you know, I, I get my my vaccine shot, my last vaccine in July. Then I'm about to really go ham because um, I'm doing my lives. That's gonna keep me busy. I'm doing my podcast. That's gonna keep me busy. And I still got this comic that's supposed to be. Um, supposed to be working on so i'm gonna be busy but i'm but i still want to do gigs you know what you know what's funny i'm gonna i want to be transparent on my podcast i did come out here to dj but as i get older i think i think what really kind of stopped me because the first year i moved out here i went i went hard like i went everywhere i i got one gig and that was it but i went everywhere like i went hard you know like i i put in the walking time and (laughs) network time and calling people or whatever and nobody would would pick me up because they were you know had djs already and you know we're in the big ass we're in la yeah. my competition or you have to have a huge everybody. following or right. whatever and yeah. i have none of that so um but at the same time after that year i kind of got depressed and uh you know i do therapy and stuff like that but not just because of that but other things but um Mm-hmm. I've just made me think like, do I have the patience to actually go and do a gig? For one, they need to have their own turntables. I'm not hauling turntables anymore. I'm not hauling vinyl. Like I got injuries on my body. I can't I can't carry heavy shit anymore. I'm not in my 20s or 30s anymore. And then it's like, do I want to deal with people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people, you know, can you play this or what are you playing? Or what, what I'm like, can you play Migos? Yeah, play me some Migos. Can you play real hip hop while while Trap Call Quest is playing? Can you play some hip hop? Right. What? They wanted that blue face. But then I'm like, I never really DJed in Los Angeles with, and even when I did, nobody, nobody uh, bothered me. In fact, they had a good time. So I'm like in my own head, you know what I mean? Like, um you know just kind of you know uh being in my own way and um like the dj live thing is so obviously it's easier because i'm in my my apartment and I'm, i could go on whenever i want to i could do twitch i could do mixcloud i could transfer it to youtube it's there forever yeah. like it's so easy twitch make sure you're doing twitch that's that's yeah, hot right I, now i said that mm-hmm. oh i know <laughs> oh. I, was saying, I was like don't waste your time on mixcloud Nobody oh well I Bro, like people Mixcloud. go on Mixcloud. I I like Mixcloud. I mean, as far as they don't trip off of like copyright issues and stuff right. like that. Yeah. I had to yeah, I had to transfer everything from SoundCloud to Mixcloud. And I mean, I guess it yeah. has a base, but I say Twitch is way hotter right now. No, I'm definitely doing. I'm gonna do both, but I'm definitely Twitch is obviously number one. And the thing, I, the, what I like about Twitch is they save your stuff, and you can as a they save your mix as a file, your whole video. And you could do whatever you want with it. But on there, obviously, not obviously, but on there, it lasts for like a week or something, which is fine because I have it. 
um you know and i have my own like uh dj channel so on youtube so it's fine yeah. um uh and then most of the time even on so on youtube you know even if you play a song you just get demonetized and it was just fine because i don't have any <laughs> subs on there anyway so it's i don't care about them demonetizing the channel and they but they don't take the song off either like i was worried about them like uh you know uh silencing that song and then you know oh, missing yeah, up the mix yeah. and stuff like that but they it just they just demonetize your channel which is which is fine it's just about the mixes and stuff but yeah, um exactly. no yeah youtube they finally got it together i like youtube for that reason yeah but they will tell you the countries that it won't play in <laughs> which is fine because i don't care if it don't play in sri lanka Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they don't play in Tasmania, okay. you know, that's fine. That's fine he might me. be asleep, though. Who knows? That might be popping out there. <laughs> they might be the number one YouTube watchers. <laughs> Who knows? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so, but um, as long as it's not Japan, Amsterdam, uh, Africa, um, London, and, you know, England, like, in Canada, I'm good, you know, mm-hmm. and America, obviously, but your rock white yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, taiwan <laughs> too everglade yeah so uh here. yeah so but but even with that i gotta put in work like like this not after the after this week i'm gonna go hard like i got i i got nothing to lose you know uh, you know you're only getting older yeah so i just want to do as many of these as i can as many mixes as i can you know just i got so much music to share it's just it's ridiculous and yeah uh, you got to put it out you got to put it out in the world and see what happens that's uh what i've just been doing my whole life feels like <laughs> but i mean it's who we are like we're creators so what else would i be doing i don't have a family i don't have um, you know what I mean? I don't have yeah. any of those other like distractions or whatever. I won't say it's a distraction, but um, I just really enjoy doing what I do and I don't plan on changing. It's like who I am. Like I'm always going to share music. I'm always going to create something. I'm always going to talk to people. So, <laughs> you know, I just figure this is just life. I don't know. Hey, I'm not trying to make it. This is just what, who we are and what we do. Do you think uh, Los Angeles t- uh, changed you when you, and did you notice the change when you moved back to SAC? As far as what? Like, change me how? Just change. Like, to, like to me, I, I think LA changed you. You say you think LA changed me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I would say LA, yeah, it definitely changed me. It woke me up to like, relationships and people (laughs) um it definitely uh showed me what it takes to get out there and what you know how to I guess you know make it happen for yourself Mm -hmm. um I learned a great deal you know just I learned I sharpened like LA really gave me my 100 hours you know for editing and like videos and and all that stuff it uh it 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 sharpened my my skills and my craft because I didn't know how to take photos or shoot videos or edit videos. Like I just learned from YouTube, watching a few YouTube videos and then having different people that, I, you know, going out to shoot different events. And it just showed me. I mean, it changed me in that way. But it also uh, 
I felt like I was very naive when I went to LA thinking people were friends, but <laughs> or friendly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but like, don't get me wrong. I have like, I know some great people from LA that I still keep in touch with. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I will never, like, people from outside of LA have this stereotype of people in LA and they're not wrong, but it's not everybody. Like, LA is not a monolith. I feel like the LA natives are totally different than the transplants because they're way more chill. And then it's, yeah. and then um, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of people who because they are transplants they they they're not they don't have that LA mindset yet. The only people who have that LA plastic mindset are the people who are you know say ordinary and then you know the the top tier you know which is up here which is you know like actors and stuff like that. And then there's like the middle people who are almost there who 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 know Dame Dash or who know that's like that's like the reality TV yeah stars. who, like, who I feel know like... a friend of a friend who knew Whitney yeah. Houston or a friend of a friend who knows Kanye West and maybe yeah. they, maybe they own a store or something who they might be just a little little arrogant because they live in LA in a studio apartment with five other kids you know what I'm saying <laughs> so because of their location and where they work and what they do and how they dress those mm-hmm. people can't be arrogant. You know what I mean? Like YouTubers coming here, those ki- kids with like, who make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Those kids are the LA kids who kind of like ruin the image of LA, but continue the stereotype of LA. Other than that, us down here, we are humble and we are trying to make it. And, you know, sometimes it can be crabs in a bucket, but on the other end, there, there are nice people who just want to see you uh, perform at your best and and give you support. And then, you know, you do vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I remember you helped me the other day or the other night, so I helped, you know. I remember mm-hmm. you, so I helped you with this gig. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So that does happen. I'm not going to ever say that L.A. is like just, you know, like full of, like, fake plastic people, you know. I would say there's more nice people here than in Frisco. I, I've had more rude people in Frisco than out here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the homeless people in Frisco are very, very rude. <laughs> the homeless people, damn it. <laughs> very <Yeah>. rude. <laughs> very rude. Okay, true. Get off their block. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, LA definitely has levels. Um, like, when they used to always say, oh, there's levels to this shit. And it really is levels to it. Um, but one thing I did appreciate about LA was the level that I was on um I feel like the underground is full of creatives you know like the music and everything was very authentic um it was like because there's people that are like at higher levels that are getting paid but they're not inspiring they're the music's not good like (laughs) like I, I would be so surprised when I hear like they're when people would be like on and I'm like you're on I'm like you're not I don't know. You're just not my cup of tea. Um, I will but, say it yeah. is hard. You know, LA, I will say this, what I hate. Well, I don't hate, but I, I will say envious that, you know, once once a circle has their circle, it's kind of hard to get in that circle. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're like doing the same kind of music they are or you're DJing the same kind of music or, you know, you're into the same arts or whatever, like it's really hard to break that circle because they already have their tribe. 
Like the whole yeah. point of coming here, people were telling me, it was like, oh, you know, once you find your tribe, you'll be good, you know? And I'm like, well, right. first I got to be out. I don't go out. Right. But that's a but that's a big problem in LA though. Like a lot of people find their tribe and they stay in their tribe. But I feel like that limits you and keeps you isolated because LA is such a big place. And what I liked about it was um I never really was a part of just any one crew because that limits you. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just playing to your little community. And that never, like, you might be popping in your little community, but you're not reaching out to another community or, because yeah. LA is so big, like, and there's so many little subcultures and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I never agree. I, with, so, I never so, agree. Sorry, I'm, I'm just saying real quick, like, you know, finding your tribe. Yeah, it's cool, but you need to not just stay in your little nucleus. Like you have to. I don't know. I just feel like there's power in numbers. Like I've always believed that like the more that you collab with others and work outside of your tribe, like it, you have your chances are much better to like make it if you want But, um, you know, but a lot of people in LA are fine with just playing within and being popping in their little community, you know, but I've seen so many people like that, you know, they have their, their following on Instagram, but they're not doing nothing. They're not making any moves. And I think I feel like a lot of people are comfortable in certain groups. They're just comfortable, and I don't know. But but the thing is, now I'm I'm very curious how things will be once you know the world opens up. You know, shows are starting to get popping like in the fall. So, and that, have you seen some of the lineups lately? Like, there's yeah, a lot of sh- I shows. I really don't care. I really don't care about them. But why? Why don't you care? Because I don't you care don't about the build. Like there's that one with Kendrick and yes, somebody else, and oh, Tyler the Creator. Like I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to be around anybody. Like right now, I don't, yeah, they is, I'm good. I just yeah, want to go out to the museums and galleries and stuff. Yeah, but I'm just curious how the industry, like the music world is going to be, because I feel like when I left L.A., it, a lot of shit slowed down, but then the pandemic hit and it was all the way dead. Like, I don't know what happened in L.A. And I know, I don't know if it was necessarily the pandemic, but a lot of people left L.A. A lot of the transplants, a lot of people left L.A. Have you noticed that? Have you heard that? Well, I'll say this about that when I get back on the friends thing, but... um. A lot of people left LA, but but a lot of people moved to LA. Yeah, it's. I think it's just like turnover. Because there's a lot of people who are making money off of the their lives and their YouTubes that they moved here, and then the people who are here already and who are hip to the games and the you know, tired of tired of seeing the homeless and tired tired of you know being taxed for having a business and tired of the high rent they left they left for new york miami especially texas portland oregon seattle somewhere more quieter and chill but la is always going to be a rotating door yeah 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 it's it's i mean people have been coming like my aunts and grandma you know they they did the la thing and was out there wilding You know, so people come out there, do their thing, live life, party, have a good time, and then new yeah. people keep coming, keep coming. It's a, it's kind of a sad situation if you ask me, but it's fun. It's fun as hell. Um, 
but a, uh, I don't know. I just really wonder how the industry is going to be once the world opens up. Like, I don't know if, like, I don't know. I feel like things have changed. I think, I think they've, they're, they adapted to the situation. They're going to, you know, obviously we're going to be more careful, but we're going to go back to normal. The only thing, the only thing changing are, you know, probably masks. More people are going to wear masks. That's slowly going to die down. Uh, but people are going to still be wearing masks and, and be, you know, careful uh, about um, being in close quarters. But, you know, everything is going to – they're already shooting out here. You know, I, you know the Coyote – the Coyote fans are out already. And then, um, yeah, so it's going to go back to normal, especially L.A. Like, you can't, you can't stop this machine. There's so much money here to be made and to be spent. You know, a budget's already been, the check has already been cleared. So all these shows, you know, we're going to, LA's going to get back to normal, like real quick. Like probably, it, it, you know, the uh, Newsom started a thing today. He put it on his IG. It starts today. Today is the uh, June 15th. So, yeah, but I went out today and like all the stores I went to, everybody had masks. <laughs> everybody had masks. Like, I don't see that going, falling off anytime soon. And I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's so stupid. Like they're saying, if you're not vaccinated, you're supposed to wear your mask, right? But, and be on the honor system. People aren't going to be truthful about that. So it's like, for me, I'm just like, if that's the case, then we should just still be wearing our masks, but people are. So also what I hate, also what I hate too, like people like places are are separating us. So if you didn't take the vaccine, you watch over here. Yeah. Put the other vaccine, you can watch over here. Like right, right, right. but yeah. no, I mean, yeah, somebody was saying, oh, segregation. Well, okay, yeah. All right. Like I'm fine with it. I'm vaccinated and I don't necessarily want to sit next to somebody unvaccinated. I might kill them. You know what I mean? Like I supposedly the vaccine, I won't die or have severe symptoms, but somebody next to me, if they're not vaccinated and, you know, they have underlying health issues, you know, they could get the virus and it could be severe. I mean, I always say that we, even during the whole time, I think we all had it at one time in one moment. It's I just, never had it. I know. For well, I'm saying, okay. But I'm just saying like, to the point where we just didn't know because we didn't show any symptoms. You know what I'm saying? Like you might have like coughed and sneezed real quick for like you know uh, like a minute, and then that was it. That's your COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I believe we all had it for one time. It just affected everybody differently. If you had a weak uh, immune system, it's going to affect you differently. If you had diabetes, it's going to affect you different. If you had you know past you know, injuries or whatever, or you're susceptible to allergies and stuff, it's going to affect you differently. If you have asthma you know uh, bronchitis yeah. or whatever like my mom i'm pretty sure she had it and i never stopped going around her and um i never got anything but another observation i want to say about all this too is i haven't been sick this whole year <laughs> like i think masks are a brilliant idea <laughs> but I'm, what i'm saying is what i'm saying like, is like I you probably like had it and didn't know you had it that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I think, I think in the beginning, like we, especially in the beginning, like I think we all had it, but didn't show symptoms, but also didn't check because we didn't have any symptoms. 
So if we would have got the test, we probably would have shown positive, but we're fine. We're still going to the gym. We're, we're moving. We're not sick. Like we, we're still okay. It's just, uh, you know, we just had it and then it died out like it was supposed to, you know, like, so do you, yeah. So do you think, um, because you know, Gavin, he's being recalled or people are trying to recall him and all that. Do you think he made good decisions for our state? No. Why? I don't know why he didn't. Why didn't he make good decisions? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you, <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, do you think he made, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm open to everything. I don't, I don't, I'm not highly hypercritical of anything he's done, right. but, um, I th- but I mean, I think he had to do what he needed to do to, you know, like what were, what were we supposed to do? Just let things run amok like Texas and like Georgia. Like if you look at their numbers, um, they're pretty high right now. And our numbers are like. Nothing. I just didn't I just didn't like the way he handled the, the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer situation. I, I you know, what happened? But yes. I, I just didn't he do go on he he went on the broadcast and said, you know, get all the toilet paper, get as much as uh, you can, you know, stock okay. up, stock up. Uh, and then well that was irresponsible and, because you know, about goals and uh, while and out. And now and then it created this panic to where like it increased my cynicism of people because imagine if when the aliens or zombies come. And we got to like stock again. And then like, we can't trust, we're not trusting each other. I mean, if you tried to buy a gun in the Pandy, it would be, it was virtually almost impossible because all the Glock nines and the, you know, the 35s were like, bought all the little 22s and stuff, all the, it it was all gone because we didn't trust each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to protect our homes. People were so fearful. Yeah. People were so fearful. Like when stuff like this happens, people's fear sets in like crazy and like everybody heard and that, none of that happened none of that happened but what'd you say earlier because you froze you know what'd Did you, you say me? no what'd you say earlier oh, I said, you froze. yeah i know i was like that was weird yeah hold um, on hold on one second My broadband's being used, so maybe that's the problem. Too. Oh, yeah, possibly. Um, anyway, repeat what you said, please. Yeah, oh, like, you know, just fear sets in and people have all these crazy notions or ideas of what they think is going to happen. And right. None, none of that happened. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all. I know, but you want to be prepared. Oh. You know, you never, I mean, you never know. We watch too many movies. But what was toilet paper gonna And then we live in Los Angeles. I don't know, but now there's homes that have extra toilet paper. People are giving them away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, that's stupid. I got a like, wall of toilet paper. <laughs> right. Like, that was your concern? <laughs> because we didn't know. Like, we, we could have had an apocalypse right now. We could have had, like, a whole goddamn rapture going on. And, you know, the people who were left, <laughs> at least we got toilet paper. Yeah. You, you know, know like when that all was going on i was like okay let me go get a couple things whatever get some stuff that just in case you know like i had some beans and like rice and just you know some staples types of things that could last me for a while but, you know i still have all that in there <laughs> didn't touch not one thing it's better to be safe than sorry that's all 
Yeah, but because if it, shit did go down and we had to be like in our houses, like bunkers, then you would be prepared. You would have been fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But thank the universe that nothing, it didn't go down like that. And I knew it wasn't gonna go down like that. And you know, yeah, just people panic. So. I mean, it's, yeah. it's rough when you're like fighting an old lady for toilet paper. Yeah, you need to check yourself. Yeah, that's too much. Like, I don't know. I just the pandemic really showed me who people are, and I believe them. I believe everyone. <laughs> I believe who y'all are. <laughs> Let me just tell you. So, I mean, I already knew people were, were already like this, and it just proved my point that you know people are selfish, and they, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know, they go for self, and they don't give a fuck about anybody. I mean, I, I don't. I feel like we we do not deserve this planet like we throw trash on the ground we eat something and throw it you know we don't pick up our dog poop you know we don't care about the next man the way we park you know the way we uh you know uh it, it's 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 uh you know there's little there's little bits of hope here and there you know what i mean that i see out here but in the in the biggest part of it like we don't take care of our city i mean glendale is like probably one of the prettiest cities next to like culver and maybe burbank and we still throw trash on the ground. Like, why? Well, there's people with the mentality that, mentality that, oh, the trash came out when I said they were there in the summer. Hey, hold on, your your volume went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, there's people who really believe that, like, by them throwing litter on the ground, it's keeping the air clean. <laughs> but nobody's picking it up. It's a, it, who though? Like I, when I go to work every day, I walk down the same street. The same street is just full of dirt, like trash. Nobody's picked it up. Like I lightweight want to pick it up. Like I want to grab a trash can and a little, little like extended arm and just pick up the trash with the arm. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Because it's really bad. Like, I was looking outside my window, and it was on fire. And there was all these rags and just trash. And yeah. Everything. And, like, there's, I have an HOA, so there's people that are supposed to clean it up. Mm-hmm. They're not doing their job. But I'm like, I'm about to go out there and get my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not about to have these people bring my property value down. Yeah, and and it's funny because it's like in where where I'm talking about where the trash is, it's in front of like a a uh, apartment complex that is like two thousand dollars every studio. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 an expensive area, and there's trash everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And that, and now like you know Glendale has I see more homeless people out there. You know, it's it's uh. It's bad right now. Well, actually. It's funny because Glendale has more homeless and just not crazy, but maybe two percent more. But then I I go downtown in certain areas and where where there were tents, all gone. Like I just went somewhere this weekend for a, a birthday party, and when we got off of the freeway, the certain that I think it's the sixth freeway to get back on like kind of Broadway or whatever. Um, it's not Broadway, Wilshire, and um. There used to be tents all on that street, you know, I've been, and I've seen them for like five years, ever since I've been here. Right. 
and last weekend they were all gone. Well, they're doing it now. Yeah, they're doing it now. And my and my friend who lives there, she's saying there's people down there right now who are cleaning the areas where the where tents were. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the spot I was talking about, it's clean. It's immaculate. You can walk down there. You can skip. You can shoot a video there. Really? It's clean. And then the new spot that she was talking about, they they were cleaning it when she was going home. You know what I'm saying? They're about to they're about to gentrify that whole area because that over there. Down oh yeah. Down, like, like Skid Row area, there's a yeah. bunch of buildings that are nothing, nothing. Yeah. And that's what, you know, like the, the popping part of downtown LA right now, it was like that maybe 15 years ago, I heard. It was yeah. all just nothing. Like people wouldn't go downtown. I think that the Chinese people bought all those buildings. They're like, we're going to clean it up now. Yeah, yeah. no, seriously. <laughs> we need to make a profit. Yeah, yeah. for real. That's yeah. what's happening. That's no, And I... I I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. No, no, I'm not saying it's bad. But a lot of people, you know, with gentrification in more of the low income areas or urban areas, whatever, um, like people have a problem with gentrification. And I, I do have a, you know, as far as like not giving people opportunities to like buy their own home. Like there's some practices yeah. that are just dirty. You know what I mean? Like I can't really break them down right now. Um, because I don't know them all, <laughs> but um, you know what I mean? Like there are some cases where I guess gentrification is necessary because if your whole community is run down and there's nothing there, then why not have somebody come and invest and build it up? But I do feel like it, the owner or whoever owns that property should somehow keep the, the, the spirit of the community alive. You know what I mean? Like, don't come in and be like, you know, say something, you know, colonize it. You basically, you know what I mean? Like, don't come in and just colonize it. You got to at least keep the, the spirit of the community there, especially if there's people that believe in that. I mean, that's just how you, that's just neighborly, you know? Here's my thing about, about, <laughs> I love my people. I love Latin people. I love the Latin women even more. But if we're not taking care of our own, in our areas and somebody else wants to come in and, and, and make it pretty and take care of it, we had our chance. That's right? kind of how I feel. That's you know what I mean? I like you, you guys had, not you guys, but you know, when you're like a community and you had it, because you, you, you can't tell me you didn't have any chances. Like you can't blame it. I'm tired of like us being, playing the victim all the time. Oh, this, that, or whatever. Okay, then. Oh, they're we, taking away our, our this and our we, that. We need to take responsibility for ourselves. Like, I see I see people all the time, in, especially out here in the community, in the black community, especially, like, they're, they're growing their own crops. They have their own supermarkets. They have their own vendors, you know. But we're not supporting our own people. How many volunteers they have for the, for the garden that they have over there in the supermarkets? And, and then, like... Um, we really need to get back into like the Black Panther mind state. You know what I'm saying? Like take yeah. care of our own. Yeah, Black family and, values. You know, yep. you know yep. have our own courses, you know, shoot our own gun, learn how to shoot our own guns, take care of our own families, you know, mm -hmm. make our own money. You know, uh, we need, yeah. we, we really need to get back into that, you know, feeding our people, re rehabilitation for our brothers and sisters who are on drugs and stuff yeah. and get them back and make, get and give them people opportunities and, and give yeah. them opportunities to do what they can to bring you in the community, but we can't do that.
because we're crabs in a bucket and we is we can't five people out of 200,000 people is not enough it's not going to happen so yeah. if the chinese guy over here and the white man over here and the armenian guy over here wants to buy up a whole area and make it pretty then let them do it because yeah. we can't we can't come together and invest in the, in in a thing in a uh, a, a strip mall because you think the other guy is going to uh you know lie or cheat like we don't trust each other there's yeah. no trust in it we're not like I, I, I was gonna say that the Jews, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. But we don't. I'm just gonna say what I see, and what I what's been proven. Like, like we don't trust each other. Now there's a handful. Like I said, there's a handful of us who are doing that. There are like investment club, black clubs, and stuff like that. We do have our own United Way, Black Bank, or you know, Compton, whatever. But how many black people bank there? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't. We don't trust each other. You know what I'm saying? We because we we. Like we we don't trust black doctors because we yeah. see ourselves in those black we see our uncle Ray Ray in that black doctor we or we think like he's gonna tell somebody what my booty hole look like so I'm not gonna <laughs> I don't want he might he might spread a rumor or something because we know when we you know go to a a, a, a house party we we hear the the black cop there talk about the time he arrested somebody and making fun of that guy now mm-hmm. we we think we, that's gonna happen when we talk to a black cop or go to a black doctor like we don't we don't trust the professionalism of, you know, of our own people. And it's, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad. And so again, I, I approve of just justification. I just don't like the misplacement of them getting rid of the community. Like give the, yeah. like you said, give them a chance to buy something or keep their rent low, you know, and give them opportunity. Or, or, but wait, 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 not even that, not even keep their rent low. Like, I mean, rent control should be everywhere, but yeah, um, I feel like people do need to, because if you don't, you're enabling people to stay comfortable and um, mm. like people need to, I don't know. You can't just expect discounts. You can't, that's all, it's like entitlement. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you, it's like, I feel like some of our people expect to get a discount or because of this or because of that, but I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just thinking about my situation and like people that I've dealt with. Um, Like I should be getting paid a whole lot more from certain people. But when I deal with certain black folks, they, they do want a discount or they won't work with you, you know? So yes, yeah, like I'll see, I'll see like um like there's this shoe company, black owned company called Rock Deep, I think. And you know, how many are we supporting him? Like yeah. we like, you know, or or black shoe companies, like they'll make some real quality good shoes, um, but we won't support them. Other other kids are supporting them because they look funky, but mm-hmm. you know, we we rather spend, you know, uh five hundred dollars on Balenciaga. Look at the status. Their status built in. Yeah, their status built into that stuff. Right. Yeah. And like we can create that with our own people who are doing it right now. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like there's one hand where people are like, support black owned businesses, you know, this and that and this and that. And but then they don't. (laughs) It's like (laughs) it's like you say this and you go out and you buy the 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 freaking what jewelry or the you know some oils or incense or yeah. whatever because we don't trust each other we think it's low quality we don't trust the quality we think it's like some half-ass shit 
You know what I'm saying? Like, well, then like, we need to we need to figure out why that is. I mean, but but I mean, then there's the other side where you know you'll go to the the soul food fish restaurant and you get there and they don't have greens, they don't have cornbread, and then they don't have chicken. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything you want to order is not there. And then you know what I mean? Like you don't go out. doing good. No, bro. Yeah. You don't. You don't go to I don't know a, a, a high end restaurant and they don't have something on the menu. That's well, never happened. Don't. Yes, they have. Yes, it has. It happened to me. M- not mo- majority of the time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. Well, I but I agree with you with that. With but that, yeah, I but- think if they don't, if they run out of certain food, they should just close and wait till they re up. Yeah, but yeah. then there's They're the other side of it. Yeah, uh-huh. but then there, there's the other side of it where, you know, people are like, well, you know, if you go to the, you know, a black restaurant, we need to, and the, it, things, service isn't right, or they're out of this or out of that, we should give them the benefit of the doubt, or, you know, you shouldn't be so hard on uh. them. You know, like I've been hearing that a lot now too, because it's like, oh, you know, you go to McDonald's and they'll be out of ice cream, and but you still go to McDonald's. You know what I mean? So I, I understand that argument as well. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I, I hate that race identity politics is so prevalent in society. You know what I mean? Like I, I look at people on for who they are, for their character, like a case by case basis. If you're white and you have a business and this isn't, you're, you're hella rude. You don't have customer service. You don't have what I need you don't give me good service like i'm not gonna continue to do business with you period and so that's the same with like black folks like if i go to your business and it's just a mess like i'm not gonna do business with you because you're black i'm not i'm sorry people want to be mad at me yeah like 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 uh i had a a situation with Givenchy, and they sent me like i, I bought a tyson sneaker and one of the stars was missing. And I just told them the star is missing. And they gave me like five stars or six stars in an envelope with a personalized note. And I'm like, this, this is great customer service. Great service. Yeah. And that, that part, like if, if, if I, I, I came across this conversation, um, you know, when, when you approach in black owned businesses or whatever, like if I have a problem with service or a product, don't come back at me defensive. You know what I'm saying? Like have customer service, like be humble and like you fucked up. So, you know, give me good customer service and fix the situation. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I just say across the board, I feel like customer service is just way down no matter what you are. Black, white, Mexican, Chinese, Arab, Indian. (laughs) There's no customer service in this day and age like i think it's it's the decline of 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 civility and ethics and morals in our society forget all the other stuff people try to make it all about race and all that which is a big deal because it's just what the media and everybody sees you know what i mean like people treat black people horribly just because we're black or dark amazon i think amazon has a great customer service no, you you are you're you're right. I just I just feel like we need we need to stop being the victim and stop like I really hate when we think like 
I really wish we could get out of the mentality of like, oh, uh, this guy didn't open the door for me. Oh, it's because I'm black. Like, yeah. I think we we should get out of that that mindset. I know it's hard because of what's going on or or your history or our history or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've been we, a certain way too, but we need to stop being victimized. I know. No, I feel you. I feel you. But we we do need to heal. But we but if if a country has never apologized to you for their wrongdoings and they have gaslit you. You're gonna, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it, it, just look at your relationships. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you, they did you wrong and they never apologized for it, are you gonna heal? We I move on. You, you gotta move on. Yeah, you, no, no, you're right. You're gonna dwell on it and let it ruin your day? No. Right. If, no. I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep making my money. I'm gonna keep getting educated myself. I'm gonna keep eating. I'm gonna keep taking, you know, working, you know, uh, working on my health. I'm going to keep living. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I'm just saying it's 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 a little bit more difficult. I get that. I understand that. I'm I'm saying I'm not I'm, I'm I will never say that we should just completely forget about what happened. What I'm saying yeah. is we need like it, but we have though, but we have though, right. we have been resilient. Yeah. But but um you know, it it is like come on reparations. <laughs> it is like, you know, apology, a formal right. apology would Until be nice. Until then we keep pushing. You got, you got to keep going. Yeah, you we do. But but I do. I have an example of that victim mentality. I that kind of came back around today. I went to Costco last week, and you know how when you go to Costco, they check your receipt with the items in your cart, right? Mm-hmm. So the lady, um, she she was like a maybe like a Persian Middle Eastern lady or whatever, and she was you know like I, whenever I go to Costco, they just look at your receipt cross it out okay good you're gone out the door right this lady she's over here looking at all my stuff like going through it like I've never had anybody check my cart that thoroughly but I thought she was being racist (laughs) you know what I mean I'm like why are you like why are you double and she kept saying sorry 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 you know and it's like why my thought was like why are you being sorry if this is your job clearly you're doing something wrong you know And so I turned around and I, this, mm. there's a long ass line behind me and this, this, this white lady, she was behind me. And um, I was like, man, they've never been this thorough ever. She's like, I know. And she was like, I was like, hmm. I was like, I guess it's my lucky day, you know? And the lady was like, yeah, I only have three items. But anyways, so I thought it was a racist situation, but today I go back, I'm back at Costco and it's the same lady at the door. And she just, she looked, she, she looked at my, um, receipt and then my friend's receipt and she looked at her carts and she just crossed it out and was like super quick with it she's like oh three items oh six items and then that was it because I think she was new she was new on the job you know she wasn't it wasn't like her being she wasn't being racist she just didn't know how to do her job you know and this you're saying this is the same lady profiling me it's possible, but today she was she didn't profile at all, and she seemed like she knew what she was doing today. So I right. think she might have, you know, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna yeah. give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I thought I was, I I was in a victim mentality, but today when I went, I kind of was like, oh, I just go. I think she's new, and she just didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, but I didn't give her that time. Or, I, I just took it or, personal. Or maybe like the manager was like, yo, check certain people this person or one two three check one two three check that you know what i mean like you we don't know 
You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they say every yeah. third person check their check them, you know, a lot more, uh, you know, uh, be more detailed in the checking the bag and stuff. So, you know, we don't know. We but we can't just yeah. keep jumping to the black. We can't or the color of our skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or we're just right. And you know like, me, look, look how light skin I am. Yeah, me too. And it's gonna because it's gonna <laughs> mess with us, saying? it's gonna mess with our you know our mind frame, it's gonna ruin our day. You know what I'm saying? Even even yeah. if it was like racist races, like even if she was like racist, you know, you 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 take your punches and you keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. don't let it ruin your day. Like, but it just seems like it's happening. America, we already know America is like that. We already know yeah. we're on the bottom I- of the barrel. Yeah. And that's crazy because like I really like there's been some situations where it's like, dang, people really are caught up in race, you know, terribly. Like, like it's it's really crazy how race pretty much like perceptions, I guess that's what I mean. Like people really make a lot of their perceptions based on how people look. Maybe just not their yeah, color, but maybe I the do. way they dress. Yeah, or... I, do. I do it too all the time. I do it to our own people. I do it to other people. I do it to like, the women here. If I see her, if I see, I see it's every day, like a woman with like, you know, who did, you know, put the collagen in her lips. I think she's insecure. I think of a woman, when I see her showing off her cleavage, she, she, she needs attention. She's insecure too. You know what I'm saying? When I see, <laughs> when I see, when I you see, know, our, I when I see brother, be- when I see brothers like, you know, sagging their pants, I say that guy's immature. Or he's trying to dress like yeah. Lil Wayne. He's trying. He doesn't yeah. have his own style. He doesn't have his own identity because he thinks just because he's black, he's supposed to dress like this. Like I get that. All, I yeah. see that all the time. If I see a, a Filipino with his hat tilted to the side, I say, "Oh, he got that from the black culture." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I stereotype all the time. I don't say it out loud. It's just it's just what I see and what yeah, I no, experience. I think, yeah, and and but my whole thing is okay. When you do that, you might miss out on a good connection or or I don't, might, yeah, I don't mean I won't, I won't talk to him though I'm just saying I'm, I no, just, no 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 I feel you but I'm just saying other people like right. you know yeah. like cops yeah. like cops or or just other you know I'll just say white folks who judge <laughs> black people yeah, you know yeah. like yeah you know it's like okay you must be this way but I feel like it's a it's an intelligence thing because like if you can't dis- I mean there's people I can look at and I'll be like like mm, they might be sketchy or scammy yeah you know and, and then i'll see other people and i'm like he's just a cool hip urban guy you know mm. but like people I, I feel like it's a white folks that just see black and are scared automatically like that's some kind of like mental problem or processy <laughs> so i don't they're know they're conditioned I, to to think of us in a certain way um, but I don't think that's, and that's not, but that's not everybody. That's not every white person. That's not every Armenian person, but it, yeah. it does happen. And, and it's vice versa. We do the same thing with, with, uh, with all other races, you know what I'm saying? Or all Chinese people know math or are good at business. All Jewish people always think about money or yada, yada, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, um, we, we, we do it too. You know, everybody does it to each other. It's just, yeah, no, that's the way that's, of it, of the society. It's a, that's how society yeah. is, you know. But how do we get past that? That's that's what people need by giving know. everybody a chance, like in that, and not judging them by what you know their they uh their by surface. Their yeah, you by their I mean? image. You yeah, all give everybody image. a chance, you know. Like if I like I I really don't like girls 
people who do the collagen thing. I think it's ridiculous. Or even the Kim Kardashian thing with the booty, right? But, and I might judge a woman like that, but if she's like talking to me and she's like making effort to get to know me, I might give that chick a chance because she's making effort and, and I'm over here stereotyping. And I might be co correct because, you know, people don't do that if they're not insecure. You know, I hate my lips, so I'm going to do, you know, obviously that's obviously why women do the boob jobs and the butt jobs and the lip injections, stuff like well, that. Well, women do it for guys. They want, they want, they want that, that man. Well, they like, think that's what it'll take, but in reality, we don't care, especially with the booties. Well, we think that's gross. But like the Kevin Samuels types of guys, the high powered, you, you know, don't want that either. multi-millionaires. I mean, I would say a majority of them want a trophy wife. It's true. No. For real. The only reason why we're not saying anything is because we really don't care. We're just trying to get the box. Now, if the box comes with plastic, you know, attachments, then that's cool. We're not, we don't say anything. You know what I'm saying? We don't care. As long as we get the box and her face is pretty. Mm -hmm. Every, all the other thing is added on stuff. It's like, we really don't care. Now, some, it, now when I say that, you might say, oh, not you, but like, you might say, well, a guy will pay for a boob job or a guy might pay for a booty implant. Yeah, because his woman is encouraging that. Like she's she's being insecure. She's, oh, I wish I had a big boobs. Oh, let's get the big boobs then, you know, because I got the money. But I'm sorry. I don't know. Hip hop is very influential because before all these like guys was talking about, before they was talking about big booties and all this body banging and all this stuff body banging there wasn't there wasn't the people weren't getting all this plastic surgery it's like, it's kardashian's fault nah nah yeah no 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 nah. let me tell you something i nah. work in glendale yeah for the armenians they're here no because they the wanted kardashians. a big booty the big booty culture, like is hip hop, hip hop. When they started talking about that shit in songs, that's when all these chicks wanted a big ass booty. Black I agree. Women, yes. Spanish women yes. all had the big ass booties. Yes. The, the, the white girls, the Armenians. I mean, there's some white girls, and you know, that have big booties, but yes. you know, it, it went overboard because that's what they thought that what people wanted from them. So here's my here's my analysis. People as, do feel, but people do feel insecure, and yes. they'll be like, oh, "That's why they do it." My titties are. That's flat. why they do it. That's why my, they do my it. My ass is like a box. That's why they do it? In flat. <laughs> Every woman oh. I've dated has said something about their body and said, "Yeah, I wish I could have surgery, or I wonder if I should try or look into this and blah blah blah." Where and I'm saying, "There's nothing wrong with you." But they're always there's always something insecure. Yeah, there's always and, some insecurity and, about their body. Yeah, it's, I mean, and that's, you know, and, and I feel like this culture made it acceptable and made it easy. Like, go, let's go to Columbia and get some new teeth and go get, go get a booty and, you know, whatever, BBL and all that stuff. Um, no, I definitely agree with the, with the you know, the music and the stripper culture and the twerk twerk and the booty clapping and all that stuff. Like, yeah. especially for Black women who really probably didn't need it. But they just went crazy and crazy, crazy, like Cardi mm -hmm. B did. Like Cardi B was probably fine. And then she was like, well, other women, she said this too. She said other women were getting the injections in their booty and making more money at the club. Yeah. So she yeah. Went, went to do it herself. But then yeah. you look at somebody like, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, God, Keisha, 
Not not Keisha Cole, but uh Keisha Kior, uh Gucci Man's wife? No, Michelle. What's her name? Michelle. Mm-hmm. The R and B chick who was dating Idris or Idris Alma, Elba. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I want to get this name, but I definitely blame hip hop. <laughs> Mainstream hip hop culture definitely made. Oh, okay, so K, so K Michelle, you know, she had the booty injections too, and now she's paying for it. Yeah, she's trying to get it out out of her system, and it's fucking up her system. She can't even sit down without. Yeah, having pain, you know. Yeah, and I say, and I bring up Kim Kardashian because yes, she was influenced by hip hop. Obviously, she dates black men or whatever, but she was fine before that. Yeah, she was fine before that. So why, you know, what's the what's what's going on in that household where Kanye was like, no, you know, I'm saying where you know, saying family family members were like, no, her body was perfect until she ruined it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's all about being the best and being the best that you could be, I guess. And you know, bigger the booty, bigger the bag. Yeah, <laughs> bigger well, the booty, bigger the bag. <laughs> but then, and then, so then, with her influencing Armenians, and then they, you know, getting butt injections and having like stick legs and then a the lollipop butt, and they look like okay. a lollipop. Right. They look ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And it's. It's um, it's it's sad. I think it's. I think they all look dumb. <laughs> they said. Big, I heard somebody calling them ant bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look like insects. Oh, that is so terrible! Like I could only imagine. Like if you did all that, it was like, damn, you look like an ant. And so now, like everybody's talking about, oh, natural, like natural body is the wave. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't even know what they want. That's the other thing. It's like. Well, people, people, the world, people need therapy. People need somebody to diagnose their situation. People, they need positive reinforcement. They need to realize that they, they're not. They need to stop competing with celebrities who have money to waste. Right. They're they'll be okay. It's funny when I see like normal women with with you know C B cups who who can who do have men. But still want to alter their their body and faces. Your yeah. husband married you. You already have a husband. Yeah. Yeah, but they're trying to keep them. Like I, I I have some family members who are in their seventies. Yeah, they're in their seventies and they want to do some body work. Why? Where are they going? They're some non invasive. They they just want to look good for themselves, you know, and and, and are lazy, oh. or or they just can't lose that weight, they you know, therapy. or they can't. They can't tone like once you're older, your body it you can't do certain things to it anymore. So well, it can, you can stop eating crazy. But they're not they're not overweight. Like it's crazy the to me. I'm just about. like, why are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just little things like people their therapy. eyes and they're like therapy, legs. therapy. Yeah, well, people therapy. have body body dysmorphia. Yes. Therapy, therapy. You need to talk yeah. to somebody. Yeah, because I'm looking at them. I'm like, you look great yeah, for your age. Therapy. Like, but I mean, sometimes, shoot, people just want a little bit of bigger no. boobies. <laughs> no, therapy. Or some boobies. Nope. But I do know people that had to remove their breast implants because the yes. it was leaking. Like, yes. people, like, your body doesn't accept foreign. No, it's a foreign object. Yeah, people don't. Yes. And 
and they don't recognize that. It'll and break after a while, possibility. It's, yeah, after a while, mm-mm. it's just like eating sushi. Like, there's a possibility the mercury. Yeah, if you not only that, but parasite. What? Oh, because it's raw. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a parasite that lives in fish. And if the in the, if the fish in the, the parasite isn't doesn't die in the fish, it's gonna when you eat it, it's gonna go into your body. Right. Like you fuck the mercury. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, shoot, I had a water test done at my house and um all the things that are in the water that comes out of the tap. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, and you can go to website. It's all public information of yeah. all the different contaminants like known in our water. Like there's arsenic in our water. Yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's crazy. You and, don't like, buy the filter pitcher? No, not the Brita filter. I have my uh, refrigerator filter, but I'm going to get a, a water system for the house. And um, yeah, man, the water is, it's crazy. And like, the way that America is set up, like the infrastructure and all of our piping, it needs to be worked on because we're going to be, they're going to have more Flint situations around America, you know, mm. because, um, but Flint yeah. was terrible. Flint is a terrible Flint situation. Was horrible. Yeah. But, the, oh, this, the, you think Flint and Pandy was the worst? No, we, we just getting started. Oh yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's, just it's a lot of shit. It. That's why I'm saying I want to put my effort into service and like helping people and helping heal the world. However, I do that. <laughs> and just, you know, just cl- not heal the world, but I mean, the earth, like Mother Earth. Like, I want to do something to help take care of. I mean, biblically, we were, you know, the Bible says we were humans were put here to take care of the earth and we're not taking care of it. So we, we take care of it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, go watch uh, Sea Spiracy. Did you see that <laughs> one yet on Netflix? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's crazy about the uh, how they're like fishing and yeah, yeah, taking- yes, yeah, I did see that. That was Ooh. yeah, yeah, and then all the plastic that's just in the water like that's crazy to me, you know. And I'm almost like, dang, I'll just eat farm raised fish at this point because. Freshwater fish? It sounds like they're eating a lot of plastic. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, they I think it was on Sea Spiracy too, like they had to grab a bunch of fish and put them in a man-made habitat to get them away from these Asian fishermen who were just, you know, uh, netting just too much. Yeah. And then Being greedy, they, would, you know? they would take some of the fish. They wouldn't even take some of the fish, they'd leave the fish on this boat and they'd die and then they just throw them back in the water. Yeah. Creating more pollution because it's dead fish. Right. I'm just like, yeah. I, do you, what I, what I don't get from foreign countries who do this or people who do this is like, do you realize that you're depleting a food source? You guys are going to be affected too. Right. But, <laughs> but that was my thing. What are you doing? People- Nobody thinks about the future. Everybody thinks about right now. Right now, yeah, it's, it's like, crazy to me. Like we it's, don't deserve. It's scary. This. Again, I'm cyn- I'm cynical. We do not deserve this planet. If this planet turned into Gaia and was like killing us and stomping on us, I'd I'd be like this. <laughs> just just sm- smash me. We deserve it. We Gaia do is that like a 
Is that a Greek god or something? Or what kind of Please blue guy? She, you didn't watch uh, Mumaya, Mo, Mo, Moya, Malala, whatever? No. Any, um, yeah, Gaia is like the goddess of the land. Oh, okay. She is, she is Earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, she was, you know, real and turned into like Unicron and like transformed into a woman in the planet and started killing everybody. I'd be, I would just stand, I'll be like this on this podcast right now, just like this, just waiting to die. Because <laughs> we don't, we do not deserve this planet. We do not treat, again, I just keep, every time I walk down the street of Glenda, I think, I'm just thinking like, we do not deserve this planet. The way people treat each other, the way we treat the homeless, like, you know, it's, it just baffles me. There's a woman yeah. on my street on in Glendale. She has like elephantitis in her leg and nobody's oh. helping her. And I don't know if like somebody went to, I don't know, I don't know if she's refusing help or not, but like she looks in, in pain every day and everybody just wow. walks over her. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I am not a doctor. Right. I'm not, I'm not at a, a shelter. You know what I'm saying? There's a oh, there's a there's a nice. Maybe you should give her flowers. No, there's a nice. Just give her flowers. There's a there's a white woman who sleeps under an awning at a business, and she knows when to leave, but she always mm-hmm. talks to us. She's she's schizophrenic. She's out in the streets all the time. She sits at a bus stop at the same bus stop all the time for like yeah. the past three years. How come a shelter place isn't going there and helping her? You know what I'm saying? She looked like she used to be an actress. To be yeah. honest, and she know? probably had a story. All those, all those people have a story. I used to have a homie downtown that I walked by every single day. Oh yeah, you told me, yeah, him, yeah. I love him. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah. how he's doing. Yeah, yeah everybody. Wonder- I'm. There's a there's a, I've said this, I think I said this before. There's a show called Soft White Underbelly on YouTube, where this guy interviews all these guys, all these homeless people in Skid Row or whoever in hip tents or whatever, and they all got a crazy story. Yeah, yeah. It's it wasn't all people. Yeah, people weren't all just on drugs or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, or gave up on life. Like, But it's sad because, like, most of them, like, like there's this one kid, he's 23 or, or 24, like, drugged out on meth and stuff, and he didn't even, like, almost didn't realize where he was. He was just, like, spaced out. You know, there's couples and tents, there's people on drugs, there's people who leave and come back, you know, it's just... There's one person who loved the streets of Skid Row and loved the the danger. She loved the danger. It was a he she uh, prostitute. Like he she loved being on Skid Row and the and the excitement of it. You know what I mean? Like you just get yeah. all kinds of people. There's people who can't get yeah. away from it. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a lot. Oh, it's, there it's we go. Yeah, it's had pause for a second. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't. Oh, but I was. That's what I was gonna say. Um, you know how Jeff Bezos the owner of Amazon, the CEO of Amazon or whatever, he just yeah, divorced. Lex Luthor. <laughs> he divorced his wife, right? Or they divorced or however it happened. But she has, a she's like a billionaire. She's yeah. like the 22nd most rich person or whatever in the world, I believe. Yeah. And she donated like two billion billies dollars to over 286 organizations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Let's yeah. think about that. And so I'm now sure now we got to get going. Now we now we got to see the you know results. Wait, wait, wait. But let, let me see. But this is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so two Billy. Okay, there's two billion mm-hmm. divided by two hundred eighty-six. Damn, 
that she gave damn <laughs> I didn't know it was that much she gave 286 companies six million almost seven million dollars yeah so we should be where's the results so listen to this though or are they like blm blm and then buying another house oh yeah LA, buying I heard. six houses yeah, I heard about that. But I'm just saying, billionaires, they could they could rid this whole homeless situation. That's what I'm just trying to say. That $2 billion that she gave the $287 million to 286. Do you know how much $7 million could take care of the whole skid row? That's just one seven million. She gave 286 companies. And I'm not saying it's her responsibility or anything like and that. And it's not. But, but. If you're going to seek out, you know, you're doing your good fortune and you're seeking out these companies, like I would, if I had that kind of money, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of all the, everybody. Listen, here's, here's, here's it. And, and that's one of the problems, right? Like, like the, there's no cap on how much money a person can make in America. Right. So mm-hmm. like with, with Lex Luthor, or AKA Bezos, when he's like, you know, taking advantage of the pandy and everybody's buying stuff on, on Amazon, which I call Bezos. Um, he's, <laughs> he's, he's just accumulating so much money. There's no cap. So, and there's, and then the tax, there's no taxes. Nobody's getting taxed. No, you know they're saying? not getting so taxed at all. All that money is going to them. So, but just think if we did tax, me- just think if we did tax the ultra rich, like, yeah. dude, we would have, we would be so our country would be right. super wealthy. So you and so you're trying to tell me that like these people aren't look you know go, living in these big cities and driving past home, homeless people and then saying Psh. Yeah. like for real yeah. like that's your mentality like the yeah. average person middle class is on your site every day prime video buying stuff selling stuff on there you can't help out each section of America. No, it's not your job. Yeah, but what I this too though, some people make so much money they don't know what to do with it. They hire people to add, to to you know, to spend their money on paintings and cars and other houses and stuff. And instead of using it to help our fellow man, they rather buy a Basquiat painting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, because that's going to help them. They're selfish. People are selfish. We know this. And then a lot of people probably think like helping the homeless is like, you know, they're, they gave up on life or they're just drug users and they're not going to do anything anyways. And you know how that whole thing goes. um, We need to invest in, in, in diseases, invest in tech and invest in, in housing or homeless. Now I, now, I also understand that we can't help all of them because some of them don't want to play by the rules and don't want to be helped or Yeah, whatever. people want to be off the grid. Yeah. Right. But the ones we can, we need to help them. And what I saw this this weekend downtown, I think we're on the right path. And I hope yeah. they, they got helped instead of pushed. Yeah. And it's because the people, yeah, the people of uh, Los Angeles have been pushing the leaders to do something about it. Cause like because like what I lived in LA seven years and mm-hmm. it was just out there because they do have programs now they have programs now but the, the you know some homeless didn't want to play by the rules like the curfews 
some there's no pets allowed they don't want to share like a bathroom on the you know what i mean there's like all these rules they're like i'd rather be on the streets liberated i could do whatever i want I'm like, okay i mean we can't help everybody uh, that's that's that just that part too but i i i need people to invest in disease uh in, in medicine and tech and then i think we'll be okay and to lex and luther education. who's like an education and if lex luther wants to make all this money with no cap he's allowed to obviously it's the american way but i would wish i wish he would give some of that money back and just yeah. add, you know because he could he could save the, <laughs> well, save well you America. know what yeah, what, what's kind of a, a, a silver lining in his divorce is his wife is a giving generous person. So yeah, she's and giving, she, she's giving yeah. his money away. <laughs> she, she saved a few billy for herself and then she gave two billy away. And like you said, every every one of them got six milli. Yeah. I need Dude, to see, I would love, I would love to see the results. I need to see the results of that. Yeah, Forbes just did an article on it. So check it out. Okay. Instead, I didn't read it. I just instead read of, the, Instead of BLM buying six houses, I hope they buy, uh, you know, uh, more buildings, like abandoned buildings and fix them up and we could put some people in there, you know, and not have the rent so guard down high, you know what I mean? And Wait, have so them. why do they buy, why do they buy six houses? Who, the BLM ladies? Mm-hmm. Because they, they use the money that you and me and everybody else invested in their organization and they bought houses. Are you serious? Then they, you see this on the news like like a Heard few about- months ago, like in January, one of the ladies just bought a, a house in LA or something. <laughs> that's scandalous. That's With her crazy. girlfriend or wife Shut or whatever. Up. Yeah. You lying. That's no, look it up. No, I heard about this, but I didn't know to the extent of what happened. Yeah, she has like three houses or something. Off of off of our dollar. Yeah, and then like the one of the people they were fighting for, like the mom was like, "Please don't give BLM any more money because they're not about the cause. They didn't, they didn't give me any money." Yeah, and so this is factual. This wasn't just put out by like Breitbart or something like that. No, go on. It's all over the news. Shut up. For real. But that that I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I'll just have to check it out yeah. and look at it. But that's crazy. That's that's crazy. that's. that's, that's that's why people don't give, you know, but that's, but you know what, you just, when you give, you have to just know you're giving from the right place and however the money ends up, that's how the money ends up. Well, that's the biggest slap in the, in the, in the face, right? Cause that was black lives matter with a black person running the organization and not putting the money back in to the, no, but they probably did. No, but they probably did put some of the money in, but they, you know, they took that little administrative fee. The mom <laughs> was saying to the people, don't give them any money because BLM is not giving us any money. They didn't say what they was, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. I forgot oh, which, I forgot which, vic, I forgot which victim it was, but Dude. the mom of the victim who they were fighting for at one point, because they were fighting for a bunch of things, they didn't give them anything. Wow, that's crazy. And then in January or something at the beginning of this you know, quarter of this year, the lady just bought a, a new house. Where's she yeah. getting the money? Yeah, I know people do that, though. And she's into I, Marxism. Wow. Yeah. I, shoot, this is, that's nothing new. People been jacking donations forever. And but and that all comes back to you, whatever you believe, karma, 
you know, all that stuff. That's crazy, though. That's crazy. I believe in karma, and I believe and we're all going to see it. This is not going to last. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Dude. Anyway, uh, Moon Down Moves, uh, thank you, Stacey, for coming on. Yes, yeah, until rambled, next time. We've rambled long enough. Okay. Till next time. I know what time is it. Oh, today it's like 10. It's 10 o'clock. Time flies talking with you, friends.